1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard As the Scottish Cup once again takes centre stage It's an all premiership tie to kick things off As Hamilton Ackies host Rangers Attention then turns to the likes of St Mirren Motherwell And Aberdeen Comarnock And if that's not enough Tomorrow sees holders Celtic return to Clyde And Lowland League side BSC Glasgow Trying to do the unthinkable I'm Gordon Duncan Joining
2: me in the studio Gordon Diel Craig Beattie And Hugh Evans. Storm Kira is on the way But can Hamilton Ackies put the <laughs> (laughs) wind up Rangers Stephen Gerrard is taking the Scottish Cup seriously and so he should while he's still looking for his first trophy as a manager on Wednesday night Rangers were five minutes away from blowing any chance they have of winning the league title they survived that scare against Hibbs they'll take a sense of relief into today's game and I suspect blow the Ackies off the park We'll settle for Storm Keevans in here this afternoon. Let's go straight to
1: the Foy Stadium before we hear from Gordon and Craig. Let's get some team news for Hamilton Aquis against Rangers with Stevie Smith and Alison Conroy.
3: Good afternoon from Hamilton, Gordon. Yep, a couple of changes for both sides. Well, six changes, I should say, for Hamilton. Ackies for this Scottish Cup. Fifth round tie against Rangers. Just one change for the Ibrox side. Stephen Davis dropping to the bench and Glenn Kamara coming into the starting 11 after that win against Hibs on Wednesday night. So the teams that will be look Southwood in goal for Hamilton, a back four of Aaron McGowan, Jamie Hamilton, Brian Easton and Scott McMahon. Alex Gogic in front of them, then the four of Andy Winter, Will Collar, Andy Dales and Lewis Smith. with. Steve Davies up top on the bench for Hamilton. It'll be Gurley, Hunt, Olsen, Miller, Moyo, Want and Ogpo. For Rangers, Alan McGregor in goal, the back four of James Tavenier, Connor Goldson, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. That will be the three of Glenkamara, Scott Arfield and Joe Arebo with Yanis, Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting the lone striker of Alfredo Morelos. On the bench for Rangers, it will be Foddingham, Davis, Halliday, Katic, Jones, Stewart and Polster. Your referee at the Foy Stadium is Alan Muir. Stephen Smith, we look at these two teams, we'll start with Rangers, just that that one change, surprising that Stephen Davis is dropping to the bench for this one? I
4: don't think it's so surprising, um, given his form after the winter break, I think he's maybe struggled a little bit, um, so I think with the games coming thick and fast, another game on Wednesday night, I think it makes sense to to rotate and freshen up a little bit in the middle of the pitch.
3: It's the six changes for Hamilton Aki, I think you can sense from this team that it's Brian Rice acknowledges it's a one-off game. It's definitely quite an attacking Hamilton Accies team.
4: It's quite attacking. It's quite a youthful Accies side as well. So I think he's bringing in a lot of energy, and I think we'll expect more of the same as what we've seen against Celtic um, last weekend. They'll be organised. They'll be difficult to break down, and as I say, they'll look to the focal point of Davies up front and try and play off with him. So um, again, it's going to be difficult for Rangers in opening periods of the game with how compact Hamilton are going to be. But they've got to find a way to break them down.
3: As you say, quite a youthful team. Andy Winter, 17 years old, coming in for this one. I think. Brian Rice is quite big on youth and saying sometimes it's an advantage because they are young and they just run free essentially.
4: I think it's um, it's Hampton are quite big on their youth. I think they've got a great youth system here and they utilise it really well. So again it'll be energy levels in the middle of the pitch and players like Andy Winter are going to um, have to play well if they're going to get anything out of this game.
3: How vital is it for Rangers that they get this done and dusted today and into that in the next round?
4: I think progression is the key, um, I think they'll take the victory whatever way it comes but I think the, the second half performance against Tabs on Wednesday night has give everybody a little lift I think the, the addition of Hadji um, has added that little bit of a spark as well so it'll be interesting to see how he performs today but again the main, the main concern today is, is getting into the next round of the cup
3: So six changes for Hamilton, one for Rangers it might have more of a feel of a, a Rangers home game for this one um, just 400 Hamilton tickets were sold for today but they have opened the gates and fans can come along and pay on the day, Gordon
1: uh, there we are, team news in from the Foy's Stadium Gordon Diehl, Rangers going strong Going about as strong as, as they could You can obviously make a case for, for Stephen Davis But that aside, guys like Yanis Hadji keeping his place in the team as well
5: I think he'll be a big player today I think the Rangers fans have taken to him already, Gordon uh, I said in the show last Saturday Come on, the 78th minute I like to look at the lad I know it's early days, I'm not getting carried away And then he obviously gets that winner on Wednesday. And in my opinion, keeps Rangers in the title race. Because if he hadn't got that, I think Celtic would have been away with the title. So it's a big day for him. Um, I think the Rangers fans are delighted that he's starting this afternoon. You look at Hamilton, six changes going with youth. I think that's a massive ask against this experienced Rangers side and with the quality they've got. So I don't think we're going to get a cup shot today at Hamilton.
1: There's always a bigger picture, Craig Beattie And this time it's around Rangers and their quest for silverware Everyone acknowledges Stephen Gerrard's improved them Everyone acknowledges European runs been great They've closed the gap on Celtic They've brought in players to make the team better The next thing is silverware And this is another step towards that, they'll be hoping
6: Yeah, we, we talk about this the the, the tangible mark And Stephen Gerrard and all the the Rangers fans The players and, and everybody involved with the club Will be looking for for the silverware they, they played particularly well In the, the cup final But were unsuccessful there um, In the Bedford Cup final And you know They've, they've not won the, the Scottish Cup Since what, I think 2008 2009 So it's
2: been it's been a long time And you know Everybody involved with Rangers Is desperate for silverware At the club It's a matter of priorities Brian Rice has prioritised Survival in the league Over advancement In the Scottish Cup He's made six changes He's nailed his colours To the mast Stephen Gerrard Still looking for That first trophy has gone the opposite way He has named the strongest possible side Including Ianis Hadji And that's why I think With only 400 Aki's fans in the ground That shows the level of interest That they have in this as well I think Rangers will win this Comfortably Here, Do you
6: think uh, Brian Rice Has maybe had a look At the Hearts game A couple of weeks ago and, and went with youth And legs and energy And going to try and Press the game The way Hearts did
2: No nah, I think it's a matter Of priorities Craig Prioritising, uh, You know he, he, the, the priority Last Sunday Against Celtic uh, Was survival In the league For 75 minutes They had Celtic On the run uh, But were then Wiped away By uh, some Tremendous Substitutions Made by Neil Lennon So for me It's all about Priorities The cup The Ackies know they will never win the Cup and the team today reflects that. A cracking all-premiership tie to kick things off this afternoon. We're going to hear from Brian Rice and Stephen
1: Gerrard next.
0: Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard.
1: 15 minutes to kick off between Hamilton Ackies and Rangers in the first of today's Scottish Cup ties. Some fine fixtures to follow, must be said. We are a bit spread out over the weekend as we've become... Used to, we've got some at 3 o'clock We've got a later game 20 past 7 and 2 fixtures tomorrow As well And that might not be the end of it Because any games That have to go to a replay We might have to try and squeeze them in midweek As well So we'll see what happens Over the course of the afternoon And the evening But it is Hamilton against Rangers First Let's hear from the managers Starting with Brian Rice Champions for a reason You know,
5: and, you know They took a knock getting beat against Rangers But they're bounced back in the top of the league again That that's all About their character so it'll be very, very difficult But we need to make sure we're out there we have a game plan that keeps us in the game And gives us a
1: chance and, uh, maybe That sounds awfully like it was Brian Rice from last weekend Doesn't yeah, it, talking about well, uh, Celtic let's hear, from, let's hear from Stephen Gerrard See if we can get it right this time
7: They're very effective on the pitch They've got a good coach And they've got players that um, If you don't defend against them Probably they, probably they can hurt you um, so we're expecting a tough competition every time we've gone there they've tried to stay in the game for as long as they can we've had to finish them off late on in the game obviously recently analysing the game they played against Celtic they were in it what was it with 12-13 minutes to go so um, we expect a very tough fixture but we've got respect for their culture and their players and this is a club that demand that you give everything you've got for every competition you can pick and choose so we'll be going there in in decent shape certainly on the back of the the second half performance against Hibs that was extremely positive and and really close to where we've been for the majority of the season so hopefully we can take off from there
1: Uh, Stevie Smith Rangers form has been the subject of much debate since they came back from Dubai they've clearly had those disappointing results uh, against Aberdeen and Hearts the second half against Hibs seemed like things were moving back to the type of form we expected. Um, How much confidence do you think the Rangers team will take from that going into today?
4: I think they have to take that confidence, again I think it was it was much improved in the second half, there was still that frustration for the first half and they managed to get um, get the victory and get over the line which was really important but I mentioned Yanis Hadji who was, who was massive in that second half performance, I think in the first half he, he was coming to terms with the league, he was coming to terms with the physicality but then in the second half the thing that impressed me the most was he still took the ball under pressure, he was still trying to make things happen and he was the one that was forcing the issue for Rangers and um, he got the winning goal Which was usually deserved So again he's a talent And I'm looking to see more From him today
1: Yeah I think that is the one Hugh Keevens, And you can't put too fine a point On what he did The other night oh, the, yeah. the interesting thing Is Stephen Gerrard then Has been quite clear Towards the tail end Of the weekend Saying you know, don't get Don't get carried away Don't put too much mm-hmm. pressure on him Because he still has to get used to Other challenges Other venues And this is it In a nutshell yeah. a, full, a full Ibrox Is very different To, to going to Hamilton Ackey's on a day like this With the pitch And a bit more exposed to the elements And everything else that goes into it This is a very different challenge for Giannis Hadji
2: Yeah but I don't think there's any pressure on whatsoever the, the boy can play And if Rangers win the league I repeat if Rangers win the league They will look back on Giannis Hadji's goal against Hibs As the moment when everything turned Because they were minutes away From being nine points behind Celtic the backlash would have been awful for Steven Gerrard, and uh, the whole complexion of the season would have changed. But Hadji altered all of that, and he'll go there. He'll have fun counting the number of supermarkets you can see from the pitch. Mm,
1: it's three, by the way. I think. And
2: uh, then he'll get on with the job. And I think they they will uh, give Hamilton Accies a very long afternoon of it. I mean, the 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 one player who did more to unnerve Celtic. Any other Last Sunday Ogpo Has been put to the bench By Brian Rice today That tells me Everything I need to know About Brian Rice's Priorities
6: What, what impressed me Gordon about uh, Hadji the other night Was that Not only did he, he Score a fantastic goal um, You know Under pressure with the, with the game Kind of running away From Rangers It was his work rate Within the match he, You know When Rangers were out Of possession He was behind the ball He was pointing He was giving orders He looked like a like a leader on the pitch and not just a young lad coming into a new team. That, that's what impressed me more. Mm.
1: Uh, Stevie, did you find this personally a, a difficult venue to go? Because it, it gets that label. And of course, I understand why. Even if you if you look at last week, yes, Hamilton defended well and, and put up a good account of themselves, but they lost the game 4-1 in the end. And if you look at Rangers' record there, they've scored 21 goals in the last five visits to Hamilton. So every time we build up to the fixture, we see it's a hard place to go. But history, recent history tells you that Rangers don't actually find it that difficult once they get there?
4: I think when you do look at the, the, the past results Rangers have won quite comfortably but I think the most recent game I think Stephen Gerrard mentioned in his press conference that, that Hamilton managed to stay in the game for as long as they could and I think Rangers kind of killed the game off in um, 90 plus minutes and I think last week against Celtic it was pretty summer I think they've done really well they competed especially if they've been down to 10 men and then the last 10-15 minutes Celtic showed their quality and kind of ran away with the victory um, but I'll, I'll expect more of the same today I think it'll be staying the game for as long as they can he has made a few changes Again, going back to Hugh's point, I think that the player that I was expecting to see lead the line would be Ogunpo, um So I was surprised to see him on the bench, but again, that's that's Brian Rice's priorities. So again, Hamilton's game plan will be staying the game for as long as they can and, and try and affect the game from set pieces and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how the game pans out. This is your big chance.
1: fullbacks union. You can tell us how important fullbacks are to the game. What difference has James Tavernier made coming back in to that Rangers team?
4: I think he's made a huge difference I think um, even on Wednesday night I think that the, most of the, the, the play in previous games have been coming down the left hand side through Barisic who put in a number of crosses but I think having the option of both um, I think James Tavern is someone who took a lot of criticism maybe in the early parts of the season, season and, and from my view that was totally undeserved but I think you realise when he's not in the team sometimes it's that, that old thing when you're, when you're not in the team you become a better player and I think with have being out the side I think the Rangers fans realised what he did bring um, so it's, it'll be great for their point of view to have him back and, and providing that width and providing those those crosses to the wide right area
1: It certainly looks for the majority of the season that George Edmondson was the fourth choice centre-back Is this a genuine chance for him though to just keep performing and, and maybe even stay in the team for a prolonged period?
4: I think it is, is again it's, it's a chance and every time you get that chance or the opportunity you've got to go and take it, I think it' done reasonably well on Wednesday night, but again it's going to be another test coming here at Hamilton on the Astros. Um he might not have, to have a lot to do defensively um, so he's got to stay switched on and got to stay concentrated, but again it's that, that opportunity that he's probably been waiting for all season and when these opportunities come round you've got to take them with both hands
1: When we look at, you know, so-called danger men or the players that you're looking out for on the other side it's usually, you know, it's a striker, it's an attacker who are the guys that are going to cause you problems but I think if you look at recent Hamilton Aki's performances Stephen, the the standout's been Alex Gogic you look at last week against Celtic countless times he put his head and his body and his feet and everything he could in, in front of Celtic players and defended like his life depended on it so I suppose he will sum up what Rangers have to break down this afternoon
4: I think he will Uh, again we mentioned how well organised they're going to be and Gogic is a huge part of that Um, I think the amount of blocks, the amount of tackles that he puts in kind of sets the tone for Hamilton defensively and again once you have that, that solid base to build from that's when they can try and play forward but again I do expect most of their best work to be done without the ball today and he's a huge part of what Hamilton do
1: well, kickoff is fast approaching at the Foy Stadium It looks nice, it looks like it's a nice afternoon The wind will be picking up, I'm sure, as the game progresses So Hamilton Ackies against Rangers to kick things off in the William Hill Scottish Cup And we'll go back to the Foy Stadium for kickoff next
0: The fastest goals, the expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
3: Hamilton v Rangers kicks off Scottish Cup fifth round weekend here in Lanarkshire. Six changes for Hamilton, Ackies for this one, one change for Rangers. For Hamilton, Luke Southwood in goal, The back four of Aaron McGowan, Jamie Hamilton, Brian Easton and Scott McBann. Alec Gogic sitting in front of them with the four of Andy Winter, Will Collar, Andy Dales and Lewis Smith. Steve Davies and Rowan Striper as the teams emerge from the tunnel here at the Boys Stadium. For Rangers, Alan McGregor will be in goal, a back goal of James Tavenier, Connor Bolton, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. Now be three of Glenn Kamara, Scott Arfield and Joe Arevo with Giannis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos up top. Your referee is Alan Muir. Teams Smith, nice as the teams come out onto the pitch, what do Hamilton have to do to try and stop Rangers today?
4: They have to be well organised, Um, they have to be disciplined in their jobs without the ball and then when they do get a chance they have to counter-attack when the the opportunity arises and again a big thing for teams like Ham in these situations is going to be set plays as always.
3: As we touched on earlier, Rangers don't tend to find this a difficult place to come and after a couple of sticky results recently, we want to... Point, prove a point as well?
4: They certainly will but again I think I go back to the second half performance on Wednesday night where they get back to the levels that um, the Rangers fans and the Rangers manager expect so I think they'll need to reach those levels again today and we mentioned before that the most important thing is it's progressing into the next round of the cup because winning a trophy for Rangers has now become a priority again.
3: Yeah will Steven Gerrard be feeling that pressure this season he needs to do something, he needs to win something? I think it's
4: Steven Gerrard someone who enjoys the pressure, I think pressure is something that he's had all his life from a very young age so I don't think it's something that will ever phase him but I think he'll, he'll feel the difference certainly from, from last season to this season where last year was more of a building process I think now he knows he's at the point in his Rangers managerial career where he has to win that trophy
3: Giannis Hadji starting again there's all eyes on him and fans expecting a lot from him especially after that midweek goal
4: he certainly is and again he added that, that spark and he added a little bit something different I think Rangers in the in the forward areas especially the wider ones are, are all quite similar I think he brings something a little bit a little bit different um, again he's very good technically with both feet and as we've seen the other night he can, can produce good finishes so I think all eyes are going on him again today.
3: Switching sides after that coin toss, a little bit of mind game sometimes in that?
4: Sometimes is again um, it's a, a team's priority whatever way they want to shoot so it's interesting it's an interesting tactic to use
3: it is a, a 12.31 kick-off here in Lanarkshire today. Um, all the games in the Scottish Cup this weekend picking off a minute late to promote mental health awareness. Part of the Scottish FA's Heads Up campaign which aims to remove the stigma around discussing mental health. and Stephen, that can only be a, a positive thing.
4: I think it is. I think anything that encourages people to open up and you know, um, encourages people to speak a little bit more about these things is, is always, always a good sign. So um, it's a good initiative that's been used today.
3: And that minute is getting underway. Gordon as to encourage people to talk about that mental health.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with one-stop roofing supplies, supplying a huge range of roofing materials to trade and public.
1: When it's full-time in Hamilton, let's get the story with Stevie Smith and Alison Conroy.
3: Full-time is Hamilton 1, Rangers 4. In the end, a comfortable Scottish Cup fifth-round win for Rangers, but they didn't get it all their own way during the match. They had the best of the early chances. They were awarded a penalty in the 24th minute when Jamie Hamilton brought down Alfredo Morelos. Upset Scott Arfield, Luke Southwood saved the penalty kick, but Arfield was there to tap in the rebound. Morelos then found himself one-on-one with the Aki's keeper soon after but it was a great save. Then it was 1-1 in the 38th. Lewis Smith fired low into the corner after being set up by Marius Occo who was just onto the pitch. Just before the break Hadji set up Alfredo Morelos but he couldn't get his volley on target. Then Ryan Kent's shot was carried away by the Achilles' keeper. There were fewer chances in the second half, but Rangers did dominate possession and Joe Arrivo put them 2-1 in front in the 69th minute, volleying the ball in after being set up by Ryan Kent. There was a chance for Achilles falling to Ryan Andy Winter, but he panicked and fired over the bar before James Cavanier's kick was... His- three-kick was saved by Luke Southwood then Alfredo Morelos made it 3-1 heading into the bottom corner then into injury time and a stunning goal from Scott Arfield made it 4-1 Rangers blasting in off the crossbar from around 25 yards full-time Hamilton 1 Rangers fourth. Stephen Smith On paper that looks like a very comfortable afternoon for Rangers
4: It does, but I think that doesn't tell the whole story Um, Even though Hamilton didn't create a lot of chances I think they were still in the game Um, But I say you've got to credit Rangers They found that way to win And what you must say and you must mention In horrible conditions So you've got to credit both sets of players For um, being involved in a game in those conditions But I think that the scoreline looks a lot more comfortable Than what it actually was
3: Rangers, the first team into the draw For the last 16 of the Scottish Cup It finished Hamilton 1, Rangers 4
4: Clyde won Super
0: Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Rangers are the first team through to the next round of the Scottish Cup. It finished Hamilton 1, Rangers 4. Hamilton did well in spells, dug in, defended well, but in the end, Rangers' quality of finishing shone through and they win the game with a, a comfortable scoreline. Stevie Smith, we, we said before the game the priority was pretty simple get through to the next round, and Rangers have done just that.
4: It certainly was, I think that was mentioned before the game that that was the um, the biggest objective for Rangers was to get through whether it was pretty or um, the scrape through but I think all in all, going by the scoreline it suggests it was quite comfortable although Hamilton never created a lot of chances um, I think Rangers did struggle to break them down in periods of the game so I think you've got to credit Hamilton for that organisation and also credit Rangers for eventually finding a way to break through
1: Who would have been your Clyde one super scoreboard man of the match? Did anyone stand out for you overall?
4: I think, looking at the game as a whole I think with Scott Arfield's finish just towards the end I think he would clinch it, getting two goals um, And a discipline for performance I think he played a little bit deeper than we've seen him normally um, Operate recently, so I think And especially with the the, the quality and the finish At the end there, it was, it was out the top draw And a great finish, and those ones always look better When they go in off the underside of the bar So I think I would go for Scott Arfield
1: Yeah, and we said as much during the game It was a match which in some ways summed up How involved Alfredo Morelos Can be Even when he's having A so called quiet game Because he did He wasn't all action He wasn't on the ball yet He wins a penalty Scores a goal And you really can't stop him Having an impact One way or another
4: it's those big moments, I think that's why people talk about moving for, for so much um, so much money I think the big moments in the game today he was involved in But I must say, even though he wasn't overly involved in terms of being in possession I think when you watch him from um, the viewpoint that I have up here I think his movement is, is still very good And he was making the right runs And sometimes he wasn't getting found with the correct passes But again, I go back to those key moments in the game And he was involved, involved in both of them And um, he still had a major say in the outcome of this game Even though he wasn't overly involved throughout the 90 minutes uh, the guys in the studio
1: had the best views of the so-called controversial incidents Because we've seen them over and over again
5: Any complaints about the penalty given to Rangers? No, no I think we're all agreed that it's a penalty kick I mean uh, it's
1: unfortunate isn't it for the Hamilton defender but at the same time
5: I think we were discussing it off air I think he turns the wrong way Gordon Puts his into a bit of uh, problems the minute he does that And um, It's a stonewall penalty kick when you look at it I think Rangers are very lucky to go off with one Because I think Hamilton and Aki should have a penalty kick as well
1: Yeah Craig that's the thing You'll never know what impact it would have had on the game But it was at a time when Hamilton had come back into it They looked like they were in their best spell And I've not seen many people disagree That Aki should have had a penalty for that handball by Connor Golton. Yeah you know
6: when it happened And we've seen it at full speed at first time it looked like it was going to either go in the net off Goldson's head or out for a corner And then all of a sudden Alan McGregor picked the ball up and walked forward So we didn't quite know how it got there um, Having seen the replay You know, it's, it's pretty obvious that it hits Conor Golson's hand um, His hand is raised when he's trying to head it So, you know, the literal law is that it's a penalty kick and it's been missed And we've, we've tried to get a couple of different angles to see if the linesman can see it His vision's possibly impaired a lot of bodies there So I can only assume that the officials have not seen it for, for myself And I think the, the lads in the studio, it's a penalty
2: yeah, um, for me, a game that was in part a bit of a slog for Rangers uh, is made better by the unbelievable finish from Scott Arfield. For me, that is the best moment of the afternoon. Absolutely sensational finish, uh, and I agree with Stevie Smith that that gets him the man of the match. Rangers, bottom line, are three games away from a trophy. They haven't had a trophy for eleven years. Stephen Gerrard as a manager Needs to get a trophy He's now theoretically Three games away from a trophy We have to wait and see what the draw throws up But that is the most important Feature of the afternoon For the Rangers manager Three games away Potentially from a trophy Speaking of potentially
1: A potentially sour note Stephen would be Borna Barasic limping off All of a sudden In the last few months He's become a really integral part Of what Rangers are doing I don't think many Rangers fans would be Happy to get into the midweek fixtures Without him So we'll have to wait and see How bad that injury was
4: I think that's uh, One of the, the downers From the The 90 minutes in the game I think he's become a vital part Of what Rangers do I think He's even more vital In terms of how Their, their wide players play I think Um In recent times, their wipers have played really narrow and that's given the licence to Barisic and Tavernier on this side to be the ones that that drive on the outside and provide those crosses that they do really well. So I think, depending on how long he's going about for, it would be a massive loss to this Rangers team and how he plays.
1: Uh, The guys who are out and about around the other grounds, they've already given us team news. And don't worry, we will dig into those fixtures in a bit more detail very soon. We'll hear from some of the managers involved as well. Uh, But just quickly on the first game that we've had, Roger Hanna... Cup football is pretty simple You get yourself into the hat For the next round And maybe don't worry About too much else Actually in the end The scoreline was comfortable For Rangers Even though the The 90 minutes Might not have been
8: yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what Stephen Gerrard says. I'm sure he will have some mitigating factors for that Rangers performance. Um, I'm not sure they like the pitch too much out at the Foy Stadium. The overhead conditions wouldn't help either. But as you say, it, it's simply about getting the result. It was the same for Celtic in the Premiership last weekend when they went to Hamilton. They, they huffed and puffed for a long time before they, they finally got the breakthrough and on to win 4-1. Rangers were the same today. Huffed and puffed in spells, but they got the win, went on to win 4-1. It was probably a, a scoreline that flatters Rangers and that certainly doesn't Flatter Hamilton For what they contributed To the game But they're in the hat They'll await the draw Tomorrow afternoon After the Clyde Celtic game And as you says it, It's just edging Towards that first piece Of silverware In an
1: awful long time For Rangers Fraser, Richard Is the last six days Perhaps given us A bit of a, a snapshot Of what the other teams Are up against When Celtic and Rangers Attacking players Are on form Because two weeks In a row now Hamilton Ackeys Have defended well And dug in And got a lot of praise But lost 4-1 Once to Celtic Once to Rangers and then even midweek Motherwell Felt they did well In the first half And they had their moments But all of a sudden You lo- you know You lose the game 4-0 There is a a golf there in an attacking sense and it's, it's tough for the other teams to deal with it sometimes
9: Yeah and it can be so destroying for for some of the players if you like Sir Hamilton Aki to have two sort of heavy-ish defeats having played okay and having done, done fairly well but uh, Brian Nessel we've seen these players it's now all about the league and I don't think he expects to get anything from Rangers or, or Celtic on a, on a kind of regular basis but uh, I, I do think there is a golf there I think we said before even the likes of Hearts and, and obviously the bottom of the league, they're not strong this year. Aberdeen aren't either. Hibs have gone off the boil. Uh, I mean, you get Motherwell, the third best team by, by a distance, in my opinion, in, in the in the country, and they get heavily defeated during the week and blown away by Celtic. Then, of course, there's a golf, and, and that's where the, the league title is finally balanced, as will The cup beat now, and uh, we spoke last night on SuperScore with a lot of calls coming in about if Rangers don't win a trophy, what happens as well? Gerard's well aware that uh, his fans expect a trophy this year and this win today. And I deal it today on that pitch which they don't like and also in blustery conditions just about getting in, getting out with a victory and in the end it was fairly comfortable. That sounds absolutely
2: oh, terrible. Horrendous. Paisley. <laughs> I mean, Paisley's bad in <laughs> August, but this stuff. Uh, So, you've got to feel sorry in advance for the players of St Mirren and Motherwell. But not for Fraser, let's be abundantly clear. Gordon, I was
6: just saying off air how I was missing football, I take it back.
1: (laughs) Is that your gaffer you're speaking about? Is Is that the way the relationship works? (laughs) Nice dinghy as well. Shows you what he thinks of you.
2: Shows you what he thinks of your work this week. Fraser was my chauffeur last night. I need my chauffeurs to be. (laughs) On top (laughs) form. Free of, free of illness. <laughs> uh, right, we're going to go back around the grounds because
1: we've got some big three o'clock games coming up. It did finish Hamilton 1, Rangers 4, if you're just joining us, and we'll go back around the three o'clock games next.
0: Clyde 1, Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Hamilton won Rangers 4 That was the full time score in the early kickoff. It means Rangers go through Hamilton had their moments Defended well in the end though Rangers too strong in an attacking sense And win the game by 4 goals to 1 Plenty more reaction to come from that Throughout the afternoon We will hear the thoughts From the Hamilton Acquis coaching staff and from Stephen Gerrard as well So stay tuned for that And of course at 5 o'clock it's your chance to have your say Tell us what you made of it on the open line when it opens at 5 o'clock But before that loads of big games to get around 3 at 3 o'clock We're a bit all over the place with the kick-off times in the Scottish Cup But let's go back to Paisley Hope that Fraser Wishart hasn't been blown away And look again at St Mirren Motherwell I liked one particular stat behind the change for Motherwell today Fraser and it goes back to something that we're saying uh, About Gordon DL earlier on his lack of running When he was a player Now Alan Campbell is out of the Motherwell team today And I know he's one of your favourites Gordon yeah. He's out of the Motherwell team today Because he's a bit fatigued After having run over 40 kilometres In his last three games He's clocking up more than 13 a game at the moment oh, And it's, it's caught up on him Fraser I wonder what DL's running stats would have been
9: Maybe 40 kilometres over a season I think he <laughs> be, would be lucky most of the, most of them would be within the 18-yard box. But uh, all these stats now are amazing. I mean, it's amazing to, to, they, can, they can cover these things. I don't know how Alan Campbell would feel, because some guys uh, can just do it week in, week out. He's doing the old Scott Brown today as well, in the freezing conditions warming up in a, in a short-sleeved shirt. So, uh, short sleeve shirt, sorry. And uh, I think just showing his manager, and I'm sure Alan Campbell would want to play in the game. But they brought in Mark O'Hara, who, who brings that kind of running power to get towards the, the front edge of the ground you know but you can hear the wind you can hear it howling I'm looking at all the corner flags they're all blown in a different direction it's just going to be a game where I think people are going to have to roll up their sleeves and actually get stuck in a, around each other and Mother will have it, a decent record against St Mirren this season 2-0 win at, at third park and a 3-0 win very comfortable here in uh, St Mirren uh, earlier on this season the good news for Simon is, of course, James Scott was uh, transferred. He scored three of those goals, and Alan Campbell scored one of them as well. And he's on the bench, so Simon will take some some heart from that. But just looking around at Simon's team, they really have been devastated by injuries. Of course, let Paul McGinn go, and Ryan Flynn uh, taken over at right back uh, hurts his knee really badly and misses the season. Kyle McGinn is a key player, misses the rest of the season as well. And they get five attacking players on the bench, that so they really are um, stretched resource-wise at the, at the at the back end of the pitch. But it means they've got options at the other end, and I think both teams will go for it. I don't think either team will. Be playing it very cautiously, they'll go for the win and try and get themselves into the quarterfinals when you never know a home draw, you never know who you're going to get, and all of a sudden you could be at hand into the semi-finals.
1: And the good thing about these early games after the, the window shuts Fraser is you get a look at some new players. Rolando Arons performed well for Motherwell against Celtic during the week. He's back in, and if you cast your eye to the bench, maybe a debut later on for Tony Watt. Yeah,
9: it'd be great to see Tony settle down I, th- I think going back to Aaron's, uh, I thought, I thought he showed a lot of good touches Clearly not match fit But uh, a big strong lad as well With nice touches And he was direct And looked quite sharp at times But lacking a bit of match fitness Came off after about an hour Which is sensible Because if you play too long You'll pick up an injury and Tony what might be the same I'm not sure how many games Tony's played recently For, for his team in, in Bulgaria But we were talking about it last night about He's 26 and I think he's played for 12 teams now Including his, his loans he, he loves to wander and Fair play to him If that's the way he, he wants to To live his life And go and see other parts of the world then great but it might just be that Motherwell quite often has been a kind of ground and a kind of place where players have settled they've fitted in really well and he scored goals he's still a talented player he's 26 he's got a lot to offer and I think quite a clever signing given the fact that Motherwell lost Scott and lost also Devante Cole in the last window
1: OK let's hear from the management then starting with the home boss Jim Goodwin
9: so We're certainly due a performance because we haven't performed to what we're capable of in the recent two fixtures um, you know we've actually been on a decent Run! Uh, if you look at the you know the last ten games, we've only lost two games in our last ten, and both of those to Celtic and Rangers. So, you know, we're in a decent place at the moment. a Draws no use. We've got to go and try and win the game, and that's been our Achilles' heel of late, You know, we've been picking up far too many draws. So, draws no good in the cup. We've got to go and try and win the game and uh, avoid the replay and try and um, you know get our name in the hat.
1: And now Stephen Robinson. It's going to be a good game, um, one we're looking forward to.
10: It's quite local to us, we'll take a lot of fans. You know, fantastic, we've, we've sold out already our allocation. So we're we're hoping to take, You know, people said to me we haven't, haven't won for three games or someone along those lines. Well, I thought we were excellent against Hibs, I thought we were poor against Livingston and we had a very, very good first half performance against Celtic. And the reality was they, they overpowered us in the second half, they were very good and sometimes you've got to hold your hands up. And we've got to take the positives from that If we play like we did in the first half We can continue to have a very successful season
1: Let's check in with Roger Hanna at the Seaside Air against St Johnston You always look, Roger, it's just one of those things On cup weekend, you look for where the shock might be And I think some people maybe Would would look at that fixture you're at Is that fair?
8: Yeah, I would think so, particularly because Air United knocked Ross County out here in the last round. Stephen Bell, the captain, scoring for corner that day. Uh, Aerofansia, again, they're going well in the league. They, they had a little hiccup after Ian McConnell left. Mark Kerr took the reins in the autumn time. But they, they've got back to some of their best form. I saw them win up at Dunfermline when the Premiership was on its winter break. I saw them here earlier in the season dismantle Partick Thistle. 4-1. When they get going, they're an exciting team. They've got fullbacks that like to bomb on Jordan Houston, who signed a permanent deal in January to come from Rangers. Daniel Harvey, a Scotland under-21 cap, on the other side of the pitch. In the midfield, they've got young Stephen Kelly on loan from Rangers, a real talent. He was the, the best player on the pitch when I saw him winning at East End Park last month, and then a very exciting front three. Alan Forrest, brother of James, he'll be playing his football, I think, at Livingston next season, but still a key player for Kerr This season, he's on one side. Another homegrown win Luke McCowan on the other side And in the middle I'm looking forward to seeing Aaron Drennan Republic of Ireland under 21 camp Signed on loan from Paul Lambert Ipswich Town last month He has hit the ground running In his United career And I think Mark Kerr believes It can cause problems For Jason Kerr and Jamie McCart This afternoon
1: Aberdeen against Colm Is an all premiership tie At Petaudry Dave Galloway One of the main sticks That the Aberdeen fans use To beat Derek McInnes with Is the so-called lack of silverware Over the last few years The League Cup victory is the one that, that that stands out if you like Given that the level of criticism he's getting at the moment Just how important is it that Aberdeen progressed today
11: I, I would say that uh, Gordon, a defeat for Aberdeen today would be absolutely unthinkable um, they've been loudly booed off the pitch here at Pittodrie in successive home defeats by Motherwell and St Johnston and of course the frustration of some fans bowled over down in Paisley, remember at the recent 0-0 draw away to St Mirren with a chance for Derek McInnes to go and you wonder what the reaction would be should the Dons lose this afternoon, as I mentioned in my pre-match piece earlier off to my right there's a a noisy red shed you can maybe hear them the atmosphere building very nicely Um, if the result goes against Aberdeen today uh, those fans will no doubt turn on McInnes in in large numbers a strong start by the hosts and even an early goal that that would give the Dons a major boost wouldn't it however the home support, they will grow increasingly restless the longer this match remains goalless. And if Killy score first, you know, that could well further weaken Aberdeen's already fragile confidence.
1: I don't know which of these stats is going to give first today. Hugh Kevins, Aberdeen have scored only one goal in their five games this yeah. year and it was a late penalty against Dumbarton in the last round. Flip the other way though, Kilmarnock have scored only once in the last seven meetings with Aberdeen. So maybe Dave Galloway's in for a, a quiet affair in front of goal.
2: Well, look at Kilmarnock's last two lead games Three against Ross County Three against Hearts. Six points won There's a chance that there's a Kilmarnock renaissance on And Derek McInnes cannot be doing with going out of the cup today They're trying everything there They've got the matchday experience going They've got Neil Diamond and Sweet Caroline Which <laughs> boxing uses to get crowds going They've got all of that. shed the red
5: shed they've told us uh,
2: But it'll be the empty red shed If they don't get the, the right result And you can't go on telling people That they've got to turn up Got <clears> to be supportive Don't boo the players You can't go on telling them that When displays are as bad As Aberdeens have been at Petaudry
12: Since the turn of the year
2: Yeah let's hear a bit from Derek McInnes
12: you No, know, the Cups have always been very important to us We've been a, a very strong Cup team in my time here and we can want to continue that obviously we went out of the League Cup on penalties at Tynecastle, and it was a, a night of frustration as a consequence of that so the Scottish Cup very important to us the fact about it at home helps um, matters um, hopefully we can get ourselves into the next round of the Cup because you know we don't want the, the narrative of the season only to be about finishing third and qualifying for Europe I think it's important that any time we've had a good Cup run it's a lot of times defined with season As well as we've done in the league over the years Sometimes um, The benefit of having a good cup run Both financially And obviously that feel good factor Is is crucial to any club So it's been a long wait
1: for a Scottish Cup victory For Aberdeen fans Even Kilmarnock They've certainly won it more recently Than the Dons Let's hear from Alex Dyer Ahead of this one
7: Big game Um, Good side You know Good history in the cup So yeah we're looking forward to it Like I said they've got a good manager who knows the game well, you know, he picks sides to win. You know, you can tell that he's a winner himself, so um, we're, we're expecting a tough game. The boys know it's going to be a hard game. We're, um, we're looking forward to it, you know, we've had two good wins, you know, so confidence quite high, but we know we're going there we know it's going to be a tough game.
1: So that is the scene set then Ahead of our three o'clock games Aberdeen Kilmarnock Air St Johnston, And St Mirren Motherwell of course The early game finished Hamilton won Rangers 4 As the afternoon goes on We will play you the interview From Stephen Gerrard Uh, But Stevie Smith is still with us At the Foy Stadium And one thing that jumps out Stevie Is that Borna Barisic Is a doubt for Wednesday Stephen Gerrard doesn't think it's, It's too serious But he is a doubt for
4: Wednesday And I'd imagine that's a bit of a blow I think it is. It's a as I mentioned before, it's a massive blow. Um as I say you're going going down to Commandlock on Wednesday night again on another Astro. Command Look have picked up their, their results, picked up the performances under Alex Dyer, so it's going to be a difficult match and Barisic has become such a key player for Rangers, as I mentioned, so he's going to be a big loss to, to that that squad in the way he plays.
6: Yeah, listen, absolutely and I'm you know, as soon as I seen that, Stephen, I'm I'm just thinking he probably won't, but I'm thinking outside the box in terms of Rangers' performances have been a below par since the winter break and could he go three at the back? Could he bring Katic in with Edmondson Goldson and go three at the back? I,
4: I, I would be very, very surprised if he went that way. I think since he's came he's been, he's been quite structured in how he's played. It's, it tends to be the 4-3-3. Um, even today I noticed a little change that he, he had in his formation. I think Ryan Kent played a little bit wider than he normally has. Um, but I'd be very surprised to see him switch to a back three I think um, Edmondson's come into the team um, lacked a little bit of concentration in periods of the game today but I think overall over the two games he can be reasonably happy, and I think he'll be willing to continue in the, in the back four with Conor Goldson and um, Grant Wednesday night.
1: Was that an attempt to, to rectify some of the deficiencies from previous performances? Do you think, Stevie? Because there has been a lot of Rangers fans who call this show and say, "I'd like to see Ryan Kent, you know, play a bit wider, trying and get to the byline." <clears throat> Did we see a bit more of that
4: today? I think he, he's starting position a little bit wider but I think if you look at the two moments he had in the game I think in the first half the cross for Hadji the header the great chance that he had came from Ryan Kent being in the wide area getting at the defender 1v1 and producing a cross and then in the second half when he produces assist for rebo's goal it's a similar situation he got wide drove at the defender 1v1 and I think that's one thing about Ryan Kent he's very difficult to handle when he's in those wide situations when he's got a defender 1v1 and again he produced an assist for a goal so I think playing in those areas nowadays I think you're judged on goals and assists and again he leaves the game today Overall, not a great performance over 90 minutes, but he's produced another assist and he played a part in a key moment in the game.
1: Okay, we'll leave it there. We'll thank you for your service, Stevie Smith. Get you up the road because the three o'clock kickoffs are next.
0: Clyde One
1: Super Scoreboard
0: with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Full time. AR let's get the full time story with Roger Hanna
8: United 1 St Johnson 2 Tommy Wright's 2014 uh, Cup winners are back into the quarter final after a comfortable win here at Somerset Park it looked as if there could be a giant killing on the cards when they took the lead after just 4 minutes Grant Gillespie feeding the ball through to Aaron Drennan, the on-loan striker, scored his first day of the goal, a low right foot shot past Sander Clark, and inside the near post. They were control at that stage, but it started to unravel after 18 minutes. David Witherspoon making progress down the left-hand side for the Saints. His cross was met in the middle by Callum Hendry. May have taken a nick off Aaron Muirhead and it's way past Ross Drennan. But that was a leveller. Muirhead and Henry clashed again five minutes later. The air defender booked by referee Steve McLean for a clumsy challenge on the same striker in halfway. And three minutes later, Muirhead did the same. A second yellow. This time for another stupid foul on Liam Craig in the halfway line. Not a dangerous area at all. But that left air down to 10 men. From the resulting free kick, the ball was moved to Dre right. Wide on the right-hand side. A fantastic in-swinging cross met by Henry at the far post with a booming header. No mistaking, this was the striker's goal this time. Aiden need to try to make changes. Sam Roscoe came on for Luke McCown but they were fortunate not to be 3-1 down at the break. Stephen May had the ball in the net for another cross by Dre Wright but ruled out for offside. The free kick by Callum Hendry at the start of the second half looked to begin the post-dead corner. A fine save by Doing No Keeping air in the tie. Doing again heroics after 77 minutes to push David Wutherspoon's shot onto the post and behind for a corner. Stephen May then clipped the post with a chip eight minutes from the end. Central feel they should have ended the game with a penalty substitute Isaiah Jones looked to be pushed in the box by air sub Sam Roscoe. Referee McLean waving away the claims that would have made it even easier for St Johnston to get through. But Tommy Wright's men have eased through
1: as it is. Air United one, St Johnston two. That's the first full time whistle. Still waiting uh, on the others. So St Johnston are through. Hugh. Recent, relatively recent winners of the competition, being a bit up and down in the league this season. So fair play to them for getting through what
2: could have been a, a difficult tie. Good week for Tommy Wright Gone to Petaudry Won three league points Gone to Air, An uh, Air side going well in the championship And he's in the draw um, He's had his say On what he perceives to be a lack of ambition By St Johnson. But he's uh, got them there into the last eight They can now look forward to perhaps A, a good draw at McDermott Park He will hope yeah,
6: listen. This, this, especially they went a goal behind after four minutes today as well So they showed the, again, resilience and character to come back from that Into the next round of the cup And then you look ahead to the to the league matches And they've got 27 points there Hibs are sat sixth on 30 So, you know, Tommy was quite scathing towards the board um, In terms of the, the transfer dealings in January And at the minute they're only three points off that top six spot So, yeah, a, a really good job so far for Tommy
1: Yeah, there was four minutes added on in Paisley between St Mirren and Motherwell Still doesn't look like We're going to get a winner That'll be nearly done Motherwell taking A lead Through Mark Ahara His first goal For the Steelmen uh, But Alex Yakubiak Leveling things up And it looks like It will stay that way Similar story Aberdeen And Kilmarnock They'll have to go to a replay I think it's scheduled For the 19th Of February And of course Rangers through Comfortably earlier We've got another question To be answered tonight When Falkirk welcome Hearts And then tomorrow two big games which we'll preview on the open line as well Clyde against Celtic and BSC Glasgow The Lowland League side still in the Scottish Cup Welcoming one of the country's biggest sides in Hibs They play their home games in Alloa at the moment But still a home tie for them And one which uh, we very much look forward to
2: There are five big teams in Scotland Celtic, Rangers, Hibs, Hearts and Aberdeen If Hibs, one of the top five, go out it's a disgrace. Full-time St Mirren, Motherwell, Fraser Wishart. St Mirren won, Motherwell won. These two
9: will do it again in 10 days' time. A draw, probably a fair result, but the players deserve huge credit for putting on a really good game to watch, a really good cup tie in awful conditions with driving wind, rain and sleet, especially in the second half. But Alex Jakubiak, the St striker on loan from Watford, scored in the second half to equalise Mark O'Hara first half opener. Since we're actually lucky, unlu- unlucky to be behind at half-time, keeper Mark Gillespie made a number of saves, the best from Alex Jakubiak, shot with his legs, Dormus also hit the post earlier on, but it was ahara that opened that the scoring in the 22nd minute of the goal that separate teams at the break. A- Christopher Long was clean through, 1-1, good save by Hladke, low to see his left-hand side, but O'Hara following in hammered the rebound, holding his left foot into the net. Hladke had also made a few good saves, but Motherwell were one up at the interval. Saints tried to use the wind to their advantage early on, but the first chance fell to Motherwell. Roland Aaron's cross was tipped over the bar by Gladke as the wind caught the ball. First real chance of the half for Saints, where Lee Hodgson did really well to get to the byline. His low cross, Jakubia, lunged in, but he couldn't get a touch on the ball. Declan Gallagher defending well, and the ball was scrambled away. Motherwell fairly comfortable in the middle of the half. Nice, composed football playing against the wind, and Crystal Long was inching wide with a left foot shot from 18 yards before Conor McCarthy, the big centre-back stopped the striker in his stride as he's about to shoot from 12 yards and probably denied the striker a second goal that have been vital for at minute. Conditions deteriorated driving rain and sleep. Saints struggling to use that win to their advantage. A tall who drifted into the latter stages of the game they hadn't really created much until they got the equaliser on the 74th minute. A really good goal. Substitute Kyle McAllister right-hand side fed Jakubiak the low pass in the penalty box. Inside right position he made himself a yard and it was a great low finish across Gillespie and into the corner of the net just at the near post it was an excellent goal but both teams then push for the winner Mark O'Hara almost got his and was second a clever pass by Long a clear shot at goal he should have scored but he pulled his shot Inches wide before Gillespie made an excellent save, diving to his left to deny Dormus, who'd cut inside and hit a really good right hand, right foot shot. Neither side could force a winner, replay it for a part to see which one of these two teams goes into the quarter finals. My super score, man of the match, Alex Jakubiak. Not only for his goal, he was a thorn in the side of the motherwell defence throughout. Full time at the Simple Digital Stadium, Sipirin won, Motherwell won.
1: So they'll do it all again, as will Aberdeen and Kilmarnock, because it's finished at Petodri, Dave Galloway.
11: Aberdeen nil, Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock nil. Kilmarnock made the uh, better start uh, Brophy wasn't far away with a, a low drive across the face of goal and past the far post Aberdeen threatened with McGinn's low free kick he tried to catch Brinescu out at his near post but the ball hit the side net play flowed from end to end in the first half, but um, the final ball, it was lacking. my thrills were in short supply. Ferguson went close for Aberdeen shortly after the interval. A, a fantastic run in from the left-hand side into the six-yard box. Brunescu's save uh, deflected the ball right across the goalmouth. The Dons certainly on top. Um, again. then curled a, a free kick over the bar. The wind was really making its presence felt by this stage, causing uh, big issues for both sides. Brophy had a the long range shot uh, for Killy that stung Lewis's uh, palms but the Dons were dominant like I say and McGinn's free kick from 25 yards was almost blown into the net by the wind the ball suddenly changed direction but it's a, a very smart save indeed by uh, Branescu in the 90th minute Maine went so close the Aberdeen sub he turned and shot for goal with the ball just clearing the crossbar but these two will have to replay at Rugby Park on Wednesday February the 19th because it's very. Aberdeen 0 Kilmarnock 0 My Clyde won Super score But man of the match I was going to say The extremely high wins In the second half But a really impressive Display By young Donsman Fielder Dean Campbell
1: There we go Well done to Dean Campbell But it is uh, going to be A replay between Aberdeen and Killy. So it's finished Aberdeen 0 Kilmarnock 0 St Mirren 1 Motherwell 1 They'll both go again Air United 1 St Johnston through Tommy Wright's men uh, Through winning 2-1 Sorry And Hamilton 1 Rangers 4 was the early game so now it is over to you the floor is yours what did you make of today's action were you at a game if so let's hear the immediate reaction the eyewitness account what pleased you what annoyed you maybe you sat down and enjoyed the game on television earlier on Rangers fans what did you make of it into the next round and let's do tomorrow as well Clyde against Celtic Celtic fans who would you play you're bound to make changes how many and who would you bring into the starting 11 0141 951 1025 this is your chance to have your say and the open line is next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors getting you full compensation is their goal talk to thompsons.com
1: Hugh Evans is here Craig Beatty and Gordon Deal are alongside them and they're waiting to hear from you what have you made of today's football Rangers got us up and running with a 4-1 win it probably wasn't a vintage performance But a convincing result in the end And on they go until the next round So what did you make of it? Who stood out for you? Giannis Hadji again Heavily involved How excited are you about him? Any room for improvement that you spotted Now is the time to tell us 01419511025 And as far as the 3 o'clock games go Well, not a lot in them St Mirren and Motherwell fans Let's hear from you Just how bad were the conditions? How big a part did they play? And you're going to have to do it again In a replay Aberdeen Kilmarnock Same story St Johnston are through And if you're more interested In the games tomorrow Well that's alright as well Give us a call You Celtic fans Tell us what changes you would make Who would you bring in Who would you leave out And Clyde fans Don't think you're getting let off with it Give us the case for the cup shock What can you do Everyone's focusing on Celtic And how many players can they rest What about you Clyde fans Can you do the unthinkable tomorrow 01419511025
2: well, uh, Celtic when you think back to Some of the epic cup matches That they have had over that 32 game long run 32 games On the bounds, no defeats And you think back to Tom Rogic, last minute goal in the thunder and lightning of Hamden And you think of the old firm games That have gone into that 32 game run Now it's Clyde From the third tier of Scottish football It would be an embarrassment if Celtic did not get over that hurdle
1: Let me give you some full-time scores Just to jog your memory If you want to give us a call tonight It finished Hamilton 1, Rangers 4 Aberdeen 0, Kilmarnock 0 Air United 1, St Johnston 2 Inverness 1, Livingston 0 And St Mirren 1, Motherwell 1 Falkirk Hearts is a 7 kickoff That's coming up later on Don't think you Partick Thistle fans are sneaking off unnoticed I know you weren't in the cup today but it finished Dundee 2 Partick Thistle 0 Give us a call about that Morton 2 Queen of the South 2 In League 1 Dumbarton and Airdrie Was goalless Strunraar 1 Wraith Rovers 1 And Peterhead 4 for Abandoned Due to the high winds In League 2 Albion Rovers 4 Brecon City 1 Edinburgh City 3 Annan 0 Elgin City 3 Cove Rangers 0 Stenhouse Muir 2 Cowdenbeath 2 And Stirling Albion 1 Queen's Park 3 The English Premier League On a bit of a mini break At the moment Everton 3 Crystal Palace 1 and your Seagulls Hugh Up against Watford At half past five So the floor is yours 1025 And Twitter is at Clyde SSB It's been an interesting enough day Gordon It's just the fixtures are a bit spread out in Scottish yeah. Cup weekend So we'll have a, a bigger picture About the depth of the drama by Tomorrow night
5: Yeah well um, You look at Aberdeen Draw against Kilmarnock Have to do it all again St Mirren Motherwell Have to do it all again I fully expect both the, the Premier League clubs, Celtic and Hibs, to be in the heart by tomorrow. I don't think there'll be any shocks whatsoever. I think it'll be comfortable for both teams. And then we look forward to league campaign midweek as, as well. But uh, the result of the day for me, I think, has got to go to Inverness.
1: Yeah, we always ask for cup shocks. And you you can't overlook a team from the Championship knocking out an informed team from the Premiership. That is a shock by Anyone's definition, surely
2: Yeah, and uh, the way that Livingston were motoring uh, Under Gary Holt And we heaped praise upon them For the way they were motoring But uh, they've hit a road bump today
6: Yeah, four wins out of five for, for Livingston So that's, that's a super scalp for John Robertson And and Inverness up there um, I enjoyed watching Hadji today Going back to the Rangers game um, I think he picks up really good positions I think he looks a clever player And, and he's going to be one for the future And obviously he's, he's making an impact now as well So Stephen Gerrard's delighted with that January signing um, You know we, we stand here most weeks And it's one of the, the old firm playing a Saturday And we tend to say it's pressure on the other one in on Sunday Well I think it's no different this week Even though it's the it's the cup weekend So Rangers are through to the next round And, and Celtic have it all to do tomorrow
1: yeah, in terms of those replays, Gordon the conditions certainly sounded horrendous in Paisley, mm-hmm. they looked bad from some pictures that I've seen as well, I'd be interested to hear from St, <clears throat> from St. Mirren and Motherwell fans if that was a a fair reflection do, do you go for the sort of home advantage which which puts Motherwell you know, favourites now or
5: um, Yeah, I do because I think that Motherwell will be the happier of the two teams, uh, home advantage at Fir Park um, I think Motherwell's will probably sneak that I think Aberdeen Are in for a real tough trip To Rugby Park um, They're failing to score goals Gordon Some of the fans Are turning against the team Turning against the manager uh, It's not good times In the output So that's a big big game For Derek McInnes and I, as I say I I do congratulate Inverness I think that's a terrific result And St Johnston have had a very good week as well So well done to them But I fully expect Hibs uh, comfortably tomorrow And Celtic comfortably tomorrow
1: Yeah, just a, a quick note on Partick Thistle as well Hugh, if anyone wants to give us a call about that It wasn't the Scottish Cup But it was a miserable afternoon nevertheless
2: Yeah, everyone's moving in an upward direction Except Partick Thistle They're now rooted there uh, They're Two points adrift of Alwa But Alwa have a game in hand If Alwa win that game in hand A five point gap it, Thistle have to start getting points on the board <laughs> This is looking perilous
6: now Hugh my, my notes at the, at the top of the show Were that if Partick Thistle beat Dundee today It, it turns into a, a five team relegation fight In my opinion in the in the Scottish Championship Which Dundee were going to get dragged into Yeah, And after today's result Dundee just like Away and gone from that now You know they're up into the playoff position yeah. Which shows you how close that is But You know it is, it's You know it's going to be telling times for Thistle If they, if they don't get back together soon
1: Right let's get stuck in on the phones 01419511025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB And Paul in Bells Hill is first up tonight Hi Paul
13: Hi how you doing? Don't... Not too bad how are you Paul? Were you at the game today? My <laughs> little game? Oh we were just we We're in the car just on our way home stuck in traffic Um but what a drab and dreary affair that was today.
1: How uh, big a part did the conditions play, Paul? Because you always debate it and then you yeah, you accept it's the same for both teams. Did it spoil it a bit as a football game?
13: Aye, definitely. The first first half, it was the first fifteen minutes, wasn't it, too too bad? Two the teams they were having a go at each other. Um and it was not not too bad. A wee tiny bit of football was played and then the weather set in and it was just horrendous. It's we were up at Ross County in Boxing Day. For the away game, and it was colder in paisley the day.
1: <laughs> was, I, was a was a was a draw fair, Paul? I mean, Fraser Wishart's report said that when Motherwell took the lead, and then in the second half they were they were quite comfortable before St Mirren scored. But do you have any real complaints?
13: No, no. I'd say a draw was a, a fair result um, for the two teams working through. But the only thing I'm I'm worried about now is the replay back at First Park. Um, we've got a midweek game Coming up And then We're playing on Saturday So Where is this game Going to fit in Where, where When have we got to
1: play it Yeah I think most of them Are scheduled the, the ones not involving Celtic and Rangers I think they'll be scheduled For about the 19th Hugh Paul, Certainly if it follows The same format As Aberdeen Comarnock I'll double
2: check it I'd like to ask Paul This question Going on from what I said Earlier in the programme Paul Even though the weather Was horrendous Even though the football Was mediocre Not helped by the weather Would you have sat on For another half hour of extra time And then penalties Are replays now out of date Should we just get it over and done with on the day?
13: Yeah, definitely Even though it was freezing the day If my team had went on and scored An extra time winner Then it would have been worth it 100% The games would just be building up and building up So The winter break isn't it really working in my opinion Because winter in Scotland Lasts for six months So with Bill just Roughing it out um, Getting your rolling sausage And your can and iron brew And going to the football And roughing it out Until we get a result That
1: is actually Tuesday the 18th Is the replay date For Motherwell and St Mirren I think listening to Paul Listening to Fraser Gordon Mullerwell and but and Probably both just take it take, take that in the chin Move on and try and get through the replay I think
5: all over the country Gordon You're not going to get quality football With the weather we've got uh, You've just got to go along there Hope you get a, a, bit, of, a bit of luck A little bit of the rub of the ball And you know I think both teams will be happy uh, They've got another go to um, On the 18th you said Tuesday 18th at Fir Park There'll be another cracking match. I'm sure there'll be another decent attendance there. Same down at Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock will now fancy their chances to put out Aberdeen. I know what you're saying. I don't know if it does take away a little bit of the excitement that you know, if you look at command they will fancy their chances now to beat Aberdeen, Motherwell will fancy their chances to beat St Mirren, but with the amount of games, is it mm. better just getting it all over and done? Yeah, that's, like?
1: that's what I said earlier, it's easy to say that for the yeah. big boys, but you're just ignoring yeah. everybody else, yeah. you're just ignoring yeah, all the teams teams who, whose club can be completely transformed
6: by earning a replay. It can, but I'm looking at the league table here and I'm thinking, if I can ask Jim Goodwin off the record, what he thought about the replay, because if it's detrimental to Premiership survival, then... The, the replay is fine. It's not worth it financially if it's going to cost them. You know he's placed in the league because there's no question that that Jim and St. Myrne are in a relegation battle. Another for fi- a fixture that they have to fulfil. You know they're struggling with injuries, and
1: and they're really up against that, it. That's the thing. I'm not doubting that. And just querying the the value in basing a decision which would affect everyone uh-huh. on the perspective of one club or or one group of clubs. That can't be the way it works. No. That that completely defeats the purpose. It has to be about. The big picture The great yes, and good for
6: everyone I, As I said earlier on the show One size doesn't fit all in football And and no matter what decisions made It's going to benefit some More than it's going to benefit others I, I refer to the, the cup competition That we that were playing at the start of the, the season And you can only play players That have actually signed for your club in that You know you, you can't play trialists Yeah that low-lis. affects
1: a lot of the low league clubs yeah, that, so, yeah so
6: I've been involved in that competition Where we've had to sign amateur kids on the Friday night to, to fill yeah. a bench for, again, On the Saturday But you're playing against Motherwell who have a squad Of 52 players to pick from That doesn't benefit The small clubs 52 players at Motherwell I
2: Don't are well, all hiding Hopefully uh, but, Paul, but, but in
6: terms of
1: First team reserves Under 18s That you can select from Paul Hood Did you see anything really From Tony Watt I know he wasn't on Too long
13: um, Apart from him Getting chopped down When he was, had a good wee run When he was getting, getting through um, But he looked sharp to the boy and To be fair We're we're no blessed in the striker department now So if Tony Watt can come to the table And offer Motherwell and us a few goals this season Then we'll gladly take him Definitely So he must be showing Stephen Robinson some mm. In the short period he's been here um, As long as his attitude right And he's got to get 100% Then I will welcome him
1: Good man, that was Paul A Motherwell fan from Bells Hill But somewhere between Paisley and Bells Hill Because he's stuck in traffic A one all draw in that one, let's just move swiftly on and speak to Mark He's a Rangers fan from Partick What did you make of it today, Mark?
14: Oh, well, just the usual It's just uh, slow to get out of the gears And it's, it's not good enough, know what I mean? It's, it's, if you against a good team You'll not get the giants to bounce back, know what I mean? And I heard Hamilton, I didn't even really watch the game But I heard Hamilton had most of the possession
1: nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. say so I wouldn't say at all I mean, it wasn't a classic day Performance wise For Rangers Hugh But ultimately In a cup tie If you I mean if you win 4-1 And go through to the next round Does that leave
2: That much room for concern? No I don't think so Um, In cup football You can sometimes Find that teams Playing above themselves It can be awkward For the big guys But Rangers uh, While not playing At their very best Scored four goals One of them The goal of the weekend Um what more can Steven Gerrard and the players do really? No one is brilliant every time out uh, They beat Hamilton 4-1 while not looking perhaps as good as Celtic did done in the closing stage of the match against Hamilton the weekend before when they won 4-1 However, job done and, and Steven Gerrard not overlooking the negative aspects such as poor defending in the first half but how picky can you be on weather like this and when you've scored four goals? Well, there is always room for improvement, though. We've, we've seen it, Gordon. Mm. Celtic won
1: 3 nil. Was that was that last weekend or the weekend before? Yeah, and Johnny Hayes and, was getting battered. And we were, we were just inundated by fans who, who wanted more, even though it was 3-0. So, you know, there is always room for improvement. Does Mark have a point that when Rangers are to come up against better opposition, whether that be Europa League or mm. anything else in, in domestic... Um, Games that they're going to have to step up their performance levels It's
5: not just uh, the supporters who want improvement You heard the Rangers manager saying Especially first half He was disappointed with some of the defending So he's looking for improvement in the team Uh, In cup games I think it's simple for me Get the job done See if you can get a, a very good performance on top of that It's a very good bonus They've scored four goals away To a Hamilton team who made it very difficult In the early stages for Celtic last week as well uh, so I just think that uh, it's a job well done Good, no cliche in football Good professional job uh,
1: Mark, Yanis Hadji made a pretty positive contribution In the time he was on Are you excited about what he can offer?
5: Uh he's he's a really, really
14: good player But I was going to talk about See like Ryan Kent See if Ryan Kent could move back out in the wing I mean, Rangers have giving him a free role when he just doesn't suit it I mean, he's gone through the middle and it's like Taffney, he likes to run it defence. I mean, like doing the wing, he should just concentrate and play in
1: the wing. Yeah, I mean, Stevie Smith told us today, Craig, he noticed that being at the game, he saw Ryan Kent operate a bit wider than he has been. Yeah,
6: they've been playing with the, the two narrower ones, um, sort of two number 10s recently. Um, I happen to think, I uh, agree with Mark here, that I think Ryan Kent's more effective when he's got chalk on the boots, so to speak. He's on the line, He's he's taking players on. Um, And ultimately Kind of put the game to bed With the I think it was the third goal Where he got down the line For a second goal For a Rebo Um, You know Really positive run Good cross And a great finish And you know I think he's more effective Out wide as well I
5: agree with you
1: Yanis Hadji Gordon Certainly first half Looked like he was having A big impact
5: I think he's a good player Gordon Uh, Let's not get carried away He's a young lad That's come into country Come on uh, The 78th minute Against Aberdeen Played against Hibbs, Got that vital winner uh, midweek And I thought First half today He was Rangers best player uh, So I think there's a lot To come from him um, But I, I think The Rangers managers Protect him a little bit Because he's got off To a terrific start And when that happens At a club The size of Rangers Then you're expected To do that week in Week out And it puts extra pressure on So I think the managers Just protect him a little bit But you can see There's certainly A football player in there
1: No doubt yeah, It wasn't without fault Hugh He missed what you would Consider a sitter With a yeah. header early on Um but generally, the sort of willingness to get in the ball, some of the creativity, is that the reason that fans like Mark are looking forward to seeing more of him? When
2: you make a signing in the January window, I think that you are expecting, fans are expecting, that January signing to make a material difference to the remainder of the season, whether it's Cup football or league football. Hadji has scored a goal against Hibbs in the league. ...that has kept the league alive. If he hadn't scored it and Rangers had drawn... ...I think we'd be talking about the league being prematurely over. He's now contributed to a cup win that puts Rangers into the last eight. He is making a material contribution... To the season.
7: Here's what Stephen Gerrard made of it. Job done and um, obviously we finished the game off extremely well by being clinical uh, in front of goal. so that was very pleasing. I think we had a few issues in the first half defensively that we needed to iron out at half time once we did that. I thought we were very comfortable within the game but Hamilton caused us some problems in the first half because defensively uh, we weren't at it. Pride ourselves on our organisation and our shape and I don't think defensively we were on the same page obviously they've had another decent chance besides the goal but for me I thought we we should have been better defensively if we was we could have been a lot more comfortable at half time and I wanted the luxury today to try and get the game finished as quick as we can Uh, unfortunately didn't have that luxury credit to Hamilton the way they played first half second half we've controlled everything and scored some really really good strong goals Is Scott
3: now the player on penalty
7: duty? I don't know about that after the penalty Uh, I like this following though um, I think we're still searching for this person to come forward to the front and become our regular penalty taker but on the evidence so far I might have to go back to James we'll have to make that decision in due course
15: Can
4: you bring in a different type of player in, in Giannis do you have to give it time for the other players to adapt to having him in and sort of different roles? different?
7: Yeah I, th- I think you can in, in certain situations but what I would say is um, because Giannis' English is very good and because of the talent and the intelligence of the player I think it's happening quicker than we originally thought uh, he could again score the goal by being in the right area unfortunately he couldn't finish the header he also had some other real wonderful classy bits about his play today so again it's an impressive performance considering um, it's a second start and obviously it's his first time at Hamilton on a, on a difficult pitch so really pleased with his showing again
1: 0-1-4-1 oh, one, 951 1025. That's the number you need. What did you make of today's action? What about tomorrow, Celtic fans? Give us your team lineup suggestions. Who should play? If you're going to make changes, who would that include? Uh, first start maybe for Patrick Clamalla Would you change anything else? This is the perfect time to tell us 0141951 <laughs> 1025.
0: Clyde 1, Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Gordon DL, Craig Beatty, and Hugh Keevens are here to take your calls. Read your tweets as well at Clyde SSB as we do a couple of things. Look back on the opening fixtures of the Scottish Cup. And look ahead to the ones that remain as well. So obviously Celtic coming up tomorrow at Clyde. BSC Glasgow welcoming Hibs. Falkirk Hart still to come tonight as well. Don't forget that 7.21 kickoff off uh, we've got in Falkirk. John is next up on the line though. He is a Celtic fan from Shettleston. I think he wants to talk about the Rangers game earlier though. Hi John. Oh,
15: hello there. No, I don't want to talk about the game. Just one incident because I was out no, well, the other day. game And I've just... No, I've just one incident and I've seen... The, the, the replay of the penalty Hamilton should have had. Uh, I think his Goldson uh, actually dived and hit the ball with two hands, and the referee has got a cracking view and nothing. Now, this is the same referee who was on the line behind the goal with Celtic Inverness, who can't see a blatant horn ball. And then he was a referee at Fir Hall a couple of weeks ago with Celtic were playing He can't see a shove in Frimpong yeah, and then give no penalty, and then yet yeah, he gives a penalty against Frimpong. For winning the ball And a great tackle But my question is How long Is this referee Going to get away With these So called Honest mistakes
2: Well first of all Had you been listening To the programme You'd have found out that To a man, we agreed with you that it was a penalty And just for what it's worth, this doesn't make it any more or less of a penalty He didn't hit it with two
1: hands No, It was one You don't have to just add on an arm to try and underline the fact (laughs) that it was a penalty It was still a penalty when he hit it with one arm, yeah? Uh,
2: Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, To go back to the game at Firhill Yeah, he gave um, Patrick Thistle a penalty that never was He denied Celtic a penalty that certainly was
1: and you were uh, very hard on him at the time. Yeah. You gave him your howler of the weekend yeah. as because a result, the remember
2: it. Because he followed it up the following weekend by <laughs> giving Kilmarnock a penalty that never was and then denying Kilmarnock a penalty that certainly was. Uh, he's got a, a poor track record. Um, but um, John is taking us to the point where when, when Celtic fans use the phrase honest mistakes, they mean they think that the referee is doing it deliberately. Um oh,
15: they the term honest mistakes before we did. Sorry? You 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 and your panel and, and on Radio Clyde brought up the, the term honest mistakes. These guys make honest mistakes before anybody, any football supporter did
2: Yeah but Celtic supporters Celtic supporters you, to be fair you refer to them as so
1: called honest mistakes, John, which and, and makes us yeah. suggest that you don't agree.
15: No I don't agree. No because, right. well, let, let, but how come an honest mistake how is it an honest mistake when it, when it is blatantly pure Nonsense It's, it's, it's You're saying yourself there This guy Has gave penalties When another penalties, And then he's no-gained penalties When they're blatant penalties That's no honest mistake Well, 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 well listen really, I'll, I'll, I'll John there's it. not a
1: referee in the world Who hasn't got decisions wrong
2: I'll not, give you not a single a, one John I'll give you a word for it It's inefficiency
15: Agree Totally agree So why How long is this This certain referee No, I'm not Bored Rangers won the day, and if Alan got go to the penalty, the Rangers would probably sell a one, but you never know. But it's this one referee, and it goes way back to the Inverness game I keep talking about, and a blatant, blatant handball that he missed. So yeah, and,
1: and that's the thing, I think, again, anyone with eyes, Hugh, agreed at the time that was a mistake, but I'm, I'm fascinated by what, what John thinks the process should be. So Alan Muir makes a mistake today, uh-huh. and then the referee observers sit at Hamden on Monday and go, do you know what, do you remember five years ago he gave that penalty He didn't give that penalty, you know, five years ago well, as, as, if, as if they're somehow linked I And I know fans will be fascinated and trying to say that, that they are But that isn't the way the process is going to work, surely I remember the... I mean, we are approaching five years, I didn't make that up, but it was 2015,
2: yeah, wasn't it? I remember the incident very well Ronnie Dyler was Celtic's manager And uh, by virtue of going out, uh, it cost Celtic a cup final Appearance And cost Ronnie Dyla a potential treble Had he reached the final And had he won Celtic would have won a treble Under Ronnie Dyla Therefore it was a mistake of some magnitude And I remember on this programme at the time Saying the mistake was so bad That the referee and his assistant Should have been stood down for the remainder of the season It was so bad There's nothing... That anyone can do about it though He's a record A referee with a, a track record Of big mistakes John's looking for him To be demoted Or sacked Or something um, But Not how football works What are you thinking about Your own
1: team tomorrow John? How do you see it going?
15: Before I go in there I'll bet you any money That that Muir gets a cup final
1: Anyway okay. I would always encourage you to, to gamble responsibly What what makes you say that John? Uh, God
15: damn for us. You know how it works it's a small country, we know what Malika is. But anyway, my team, I don't think the game will be played anyway, so it'll be relevant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the ultimate doomsday, I don't even think nah. the game will go ahead. Let's assume that it does go ahead. Stay with us here, let's go hypothetical. Craig, a lot of the fascination, and I know we we, we touched on it earlier, but the... The changes for Celtic That's going to be the Obviously everyone's looking for the shock But if you think that's unlikely What what sort of team will Celtic put out?
6: Yeah I think they'll be pretty strong I think they'll stay with the same goalkeeper Fraser Forster I think Young Walsh will come in at the back I think Julian and Ayer um, I think the form that they've been in recently They could be doing with Continuing to play together um, To try and get back to, to top form um, Elianousi needs some game time Christie needs game time um, And I think it'll be Griffiths and Edward up front Depending on Edward's fitness I don't think there'll be any chances taken
1: uh, That was John and Shettleson Keep the calls coming in 01419511025 On Twitter We are at Clyde SSB uh, We're starting to get reaction in From today's managers As well We're about to speak to Joe Who's a Celtic fan and Airdrie Let's just squeeze in Stephen Robinson Before we do that Has to settle for a replay Against St Mirren Is he happy?
10: Had you been out there In the wind and rain You'd have struggled To pass the ball We tried to We still tried to play our game We created a lot of chances A draw was probably A fair result in the end They had a couple of chances as well the second half We were better We we did try and get ownership Of the game and play Difficult The conditions were So, so difficult for the players But they showed a great character dug in, um, And I'm delighted with them That they've, they've You know we were we're still in the hut. We'll be back up for a park in another week, and we go confident. With. Did you decide to
2: play with the wind in the first half? Were you trying
10: to get the advantage? Yeah, it was a good decision that because we thought we'd take advantage of the wind, and it might disappear. So um, <laughs> it definitely didn't. They got stronger <laughs> as the day went on. But the amount of times you play and you, you think we'll have the wind second half, and then it disappears. So, um, but no, I, I thought like it had actually ruined the game. Let's be honest, it ruined the game as a spectacle in the second half. Balls rolling out of play that usually would have stayed in. And, People having bad touches and you know the pitch and uh, the conditions didn 't really make it a, an event for fans to enjoy i wouldn 't imagine but um, for us in terms of our fans they come over they've seen a real battling performance. Turned out your numbers And, and hopefully we can reward them next Tuesday Yeah we're getting used to this, it I think that'll be three in ten days By next Tuesday We'll be sick of the sight of each other But hopefully it'll be with um, End of the next round of the cup and a, and a win I'm sure they'll be thinking Exactly the same But uh, it was two teams That give absolutely everything You know I me mean, as a manager And I'm sure Jim the same Delighted with their commitment And in the, in the conditions And you know hopefully the fans Seeing that It was difficult to play
1: Stephen Robinson there Settling for a replay Doesn't sound too bothered Hugh Even he's acknowledging The conditions sometimes What more can you do?
2: Yeah, I mean it's, a, it's beyond a leveller You know, what What are you supposed to do When human nature is up against you uh, So, we'll need to do it again I, I repeat, I just think that replays are now out of date and we should just have it all done and dusted in one day.
1: The good thing about it is, though, Gordon, it will be rescheduled for a Tuesday night. That one, I think. Did, did Fraser Tuesday, say Tuesday the eighteenth? Because yeah. if it's a Wednesday, that clashes with your bath night. Yeah. So you would struggle to make it along. But this I one, make it Tuesday it. night, no bath night within touching distance of of the house. Surely you're going to go
5: second half with you?
1: Well, I'll need to go in the second half because yeah. I'll be here. But well, you, hold on. You Where you am I should... Tuesday night? Oh yeah, you're here as well oh, Yeah, I'm usually finishing
5: that. off the full-time teaser with Roger <sighs> Fair point So we'll jump in the car, we'll be there at half-time okay. to support the boys right. Okay,
1: that's fine, that seems fair yeah. uh, Joe is a Celtic fan from Airdrie, what's on your mind, Joe?
14: Hi Gordon, um, I just want to say that for me Austin Edward is now the best player playing in this country since Henry Larson um, He's got the touch, he's got the the speed, the ability, everything He's also got the discipline, which I know is going to be uh, the, the whole Morelos debate, but discipline is actually pretty important when you're a top-class player. Uh, for me, I saw the accounts last night for Celtic. Celtic to make this guy an offer. Get him on a long-term contract. We need him for 10 in a row. He is a world, potential world-class football in the making. He will go to a big club, I know that, but you know what? Let's try and keep him for a couple more years. Why not? What's, what harm can they do putting them on, say, forty grand a week?
2: What if you, what make, money him, for it? What if you make him the £40,000 a week offer and you don't win nine in a row?
14: I don't care. If you, it, it's a well right now. If, what was, would you not rather make the offer and actually go for it and say, no, we'll, we'll forget about the offer and just, you know, do it? Listen, at least it shows ambition. We always say that the Celtic will don't show ambition. If he makes the offer and he takes it and we don't win it, we
2: can't, the fans think not like Peter Lowell, can they? I have no... Well, yes, they can. But um, I have you no... I, mean, sure. I I have no prior knowledge. Uh, but my inclination is to think that Celtic and odson Edward have come to an arrangement that he can go in the summer and Celtic will get uh, an awful lot of money for him because there's no doubt that at the moment... At the moment, he's the best player in the country and of sizeable potential and only twenty two years old. Celtic will get more money for Odson Edward than they got for Kieran Tierney. Yeah, I think I think there's an element
6: of from Celtic's behalf, I think you've got to strike well the iron's hot as well. Um mm-hmm. he's in such good form. Um for France under twenty one he's been absolutely unstoppable as well. He must be on the verge of a, a call up to the, the full national team. Um and they've, they've got they've got
1: some good options to be fair. They
6: have got good options but he is also you know, a hot, hot prospect and, and potentially one of the top strikers in Europe And, you know, if you were to keep, keep a hold of him and, and something was to happen And he was to lose that value That's that basically going to be through the roof Then, you know, that would also be, be, an, be a mistake So I think you have to strike with Irons hot
1: Yeah, Gordon, none of this is about trying to sell him on It's actually oh. just about recognising how good he is at the moment And, yeah. and sort of giving him the, the compliment he deserves Because even even throughout this season he's You know, he seems to be getting progressively better as, as the season progresses. You're seeing, you know, he's scoring free kicks regularly. He just never looks flustered on the ball. He's adding a lot of goals. He's, he's you know he's on a prolific run at the moment. You sat in the fence the other night. Someone mm-hmm. came on and said is he Celtic's best striker since Larson? You sat in the you sat in the fence. Did well, I say bench a minute ago? I meant fence.
5: The fence. Yeah. Um my uh, question was basically Dumbelli, who I thought was Absolutely terrific I think Edward's improving Every week Gordon Uh, I think this season His biggest improvement And I've said it from day one Is his link up play He's now With Griffiths up top He's dropping in Just off the striker And he's picking up Balls into that area and defenders don't know how to handle him The minute he turns on a defender And he goes at a back four They are in trouble He's got everything in his locker I don't think Celtic Whether they offered them 40 grand I think the boy will eventually go to a massive Well, one of the biggest clubs in England Because I think he's that hmm. good I think the big clubs will come calling And they'll offer Celtic money That they just cannot refuse
1: Yeah, is that not the real danger, Joe? Because you talk about Celtic pushing the boat out But unfortunately, the market that we're in here Celtic can push the boat out to their absolute maximum, and it's still pretty small change compared to some other clubs in England.
14: No, I understand that, but he's got his friends here. He, he looks like he's enjoying playing football. So why not just make him the offer? He's going to go eventually. We all know that. But you know, just give him the chance to stay here for a couple more years. You know, get a Champions League run potentially. Look, every Celtic player, if they all win a part of a squad that wins nine and ten in a row, they're going to be a legends for life with us Celtic fans. So you know, I, I don't see why. We can't at least make them the
1: offer. We'll never really know what that means to someone, Hugh, because it it probably depends on your personality and maybe even, you know, your your sort of pre-existing ties to the club without opening old wounds. There have been people who left Celtic in recent years who Celtic fans thought would be here for for nine and ten and that's not some sort of dig, that's just a fact. So what's to say that the Odds in Edward would, would be any different? Well, it's Brendan Rogers you're talking about And Brendan Rogers That's, Excuse uh, me, I the, did not mean <laughs> that
2: Brendan, for a Brendan, second Brendan Rogers, um, you know In the book that he wrote While at Celtic uh, And in interviews that he gave Always um, mentioned that he would Brought up a Celtic supporter in Ireland And I have absolutely no reason to doubt him But at the end of the day When Leicester came calling He wanted it back to the top flight of English football and he took his chance (laughs) mid-season before eight in a row had been secured. Uh, So the same thing applies to uh, Odson Edward. He's not Scottish. He wasn't born and brought up in this rivalry uh, as Joe and John before him and the the, the Rangers supporters before them. He is not steeped in it. I'm not saying it's unimportant to him. But it's somebody else's cause He's French It's not his particular uh, b- cause b- But also at the same time It's worth remembering
1: You 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 don't know that either He might just be the type of character Who does want to think Well do you know what That move's always going to be there And I'm going to stay here Try and round off this period of my career Get them the success they want And move on You don't really know That's just the, the point I was trying Beattie, to make
2: As Craig Beattie has pointed out though You may very well accept uh, An exotic offer from Celtic uh, And stay for that period of time you do not know at any stage what the future holds and right now he is the hot ticket and right now Celtic could get more money for him than they did for Kieran Tierney. Do Clyde have to stop him tomorrow or is he getting a wee rest? What was the verdict again? You've got yeah, him in. Craig. He's got him you've in. got him in, yeah?
5: Yeah, got him. Neil Lenz having a heart attack as we speak with his team. No, <laughs> I'll have him on the bench or even in the house watching it because it will be a bit windy.
2: And I think you put him on the bench because... Um, if If Things go haywire Then bring on the hot ticket The one is it's got to be right Ah oh, <laughs> Yeah you've sort You've
1: spread your bet well there uh, Right thank you to Joe and Airdre This is the perfect time To get in touch It's 01419511025 Tell us what's on your mind And we could be speaking to you next
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Big games this afternoon Rangers beating Hamilton, Aberdeen, and Comarnock St. Mirren, Motherwell. Both going to replays. Inverness have knocked out Livingston, so that's our first shock. And St. Johnson are through against Ayr. Will we get a shock later on tonight, though? Falkirk against Hearts. That potential? I I've made it through the whole show without using the phrase banana skin So I'll go for it Is that Yeah I think,
5: I think a lot of people will look at that uh, Falkirk in good form Good, good players Falkirk Spent a right few quid to get out of that league um, I think that Hearts will have enough There you go I know a lot of people may see that as a Cup upset But I think Hearts will have enough In a word uh, um, Hearts Just
1: Two words I follow that <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's hear from Derek McInnes today Goalless Aberdeen against Killy It goes to a replay But yet again Aberdeen have failed To score a goal Same
12: story No scoring When we're a better team I thought we actually Played well with you I'll be honest I think If you look at that game In isolation Flowing in and watch that game I think you've seen a team Very composed Did so much right in the game but once again, no enough determination to score a goal, set plays and commanded one corner. We had umpteen corners, three kicks into the box and tried to be as positive as we could with line-up. We played McGinn, Kennedy and Ferguson all behind Sam Cosgrove to try and give us that spark and get that more support to Sam, but we should get a penalty again. These are becoming more and more crucial. It's three penalties we've been denied in the last five games and if it was Rangers or Celtic, the whole world would know about it, the whole Scotland would know about it. It's no good enough as well. I'm first to admit, our attacking play isn't good enough and we're trying everything we can to stick with the players but once again Matty Kennedy gets brought in inside the box should be a penalty kick should have had a penalty against Motherwell should have had a penalty against someone. and we're waiting for Sam Cosgrove to get them running and sometimes it can be as simple as that a penalty kick to get him going again that's no good enough three penalties in the last five games would have helped matters but we've got to try and help ourselves a bit more the possession of the team was good the composure of the team was good and a difficult surface was fiery with the wind and then the, the wind conditions difficult for both sets of players at times farcical in the second half but yeah, nobody will tell them any different. We, we we were good up to a point again today I'm angry and embarrassed that we've no scored again for the fifth game in a row And clearly that's where we need to get better But um, I'm also angry at no getting the right decisions
1: Just so I can keep up with this you, Because um, I'm routinely told by Rangers fans on the show That if this happened to Celtic you'd be banging yeah. on about it all and I'm routinely told by Celtic fans if this happened to Rangers You would be banging on about it But now it so happens that we would be banging on about it If it was Rangers or Celtic Says Derek McInnes So everybody is
2: out to get everybody else And try and get some refereeing decisions Go their way What it has moved from Glasgow To the Granite City Lovely uh, He also used the word embarrassed there By his, uh, his team's performance And their failure to score goals So Derek's warming up nicely But for me All of that is consistent with a manager Who knows that results are not Anywhere near good enough You can go on and on about the players Who were behind Sam Cosgrove Bottom line Another 90 minutes And you didn't score I don't think Berwick would be bringing up penalties If Aberdeen were getting results And were playing reasonably well They're not <laughs> doing either of those things And now he's bringing up penalties yeah, I don't mean to laugh it off
1: completely Because there is a serious point to If you feel you're not getting the decisions you deserve it, it is not easy to take And it can alter the course of matches And then therefore alter the course of mm-hmm. your season But that end comment Gordon That was extremely strong I'm angry and disappointed That we've not scored For a fifth
5: game in a row And so he should be um, I thought they played oh, Embarrassed well. sorry Was it embarrassed? Yeah, I thought yeah. they played well At Ibrooks last week I really did um, So But With Derek He's coming out And once again Same, same old story Yes it is the same old story uh, We played well But you've not scored a goal uh, We had more corners We had more free kicks the thing about Derek McInnes and Aberdeen just now is they've got to get away from all this and start winning football games and start scoring goals because you can come out with the same stuff week in, week out eventually supporters see right through it You know okay. we had the Celtics both on earlier who was talking about the penalty
2: that might have been should have been for Hamilton Aquis today and he was correct when Derek went to uh, Paisley against uh, St Mirren they w- there was the most outrageous penalty claim not given to Aberdeen when Cosgrove was hauled to the ground. So referees make mistakes, whether they're doing Celtic matches, Rangers matches, or Aberdeen matches. It's inefficiency. David is a Celtic fan
1: from Airdrie. Who should start tomorrow, David? You got any thoughts on what the team should look like? Hi, David. Can you hear us, David and Airdrie? <laughs> Hello. we've got hello. you who should start tomorrow for Celtic
14: uh, I feel as so, though sorry just a hello pan I'm a first time car a wee bit nervous but we'll get on with
1: it, <laughs> I
6: it.
14: Uh, so uh, I feel as so though Patrick Kamala deserves a start tomorrow because in my opinion Lee Griffiths I'm not a big fan of him see after the incident where he's flung his tape and then the stamp no he's no for me so I feel as so though Patrick Kamala deserves a start for Celtic I feel as so, though I mean, Edward would play much better than Edwards and Griffiths.
1: So, would you not be more inclined to keep Griffiths in for the goals he's scoring rather than take him out for the tape that he's chucking?
14: See, I, see, I don't know, but because it's all about professionalism, and I feel as though Kamala deserves a chance.
2: Well, you but know, like you're, you're he, you're those t- are separate issues, here, I guess. I mean, come no, c- but he's, he's telling us that Kamala and Edward would be a better pairing than. Uh, Edward and Griffiths, and he has absolutely not one shred of evidence to back this up. Uh, so, Lee Griffiths is uh, improving week upon week, fitness getting better, chance taking getting better, uh, and it will be uppermost in Neil Lennon's mind. From now until the end of the season, Patrick Klamala will play third fiddle. Behind Edward and Griffiths, I think
5: Griffiths and Edwards' partnership is very good, very strong just now. I think it's getting better. Both of them scoring goals. So David's argument about Kamala coming in instead of Griffiths because it would be better. That just partnership's better God than we can end all time yeah, does, It doesn't wear with me at all Grif 4 and yeah. 5 yeah. He's looking sharp, he's looking good This is a guy that scored 40 goals one season for Celtic He knows where the he's goals are He's performing well Yes, exactly. Yeah, but but
1: he, to be fair, you wouldn't have him in the team Because he once scored 40 goals But he, He's he a, goal, sco- he's he's a goal
5: scorer he, he, he can score goals Klamala, we don't know yet We've not really seen enough of them. When, when do we see him then? Because on one
1: hand, they completely accept, and you hear this in football a lot. You know, use him at the right time, get him up okay. to speed. Don't throw him in. Don't rush him. Whatever it may be. But if you are judged to be worth a couple of million pounds, surely you can get and start against Clyde. I agree yeah. with
5: you. If you if if Neil Lennon doesn't trust him to get in there tomorrow and play against Clyde after spending Celtic got say three million plus his wages, whatever it may be, on top of that, then. You've got to ask questions And we're not being Disrespectful to Clyde I I want to say that Because I'm a good friend Of Danny Lennon's But Clamala should be able To step in there Whether it plays plays With Griffiths Or Edward And fit into that Perfectly well On the other side of it When it comes to The league business The important Mm. business I'm not saying The Scottish Cup isn't Then The top two Is Edward and Griffiths To be fair though Just to look
1: at The other side of That argument Craig If you are trying And because we do judge quickly In in this day and age In this part of the world If you are going to Put Klamala in Is there a part of it That would be unfair To put him in You know an experimental team Is is it best to wait For a time when You can put him in Alongside Eduard In a strong Celtic team And then you really see Rather than put him in With 10 other players Who don't really play very often And have people judge him On that first start
6: That for me Gordon Ties in with the question You asked you know, a minute ago, and saying, "When do we actually see Patrick Kamala?" So, me as a former striker, you see him when Lee Griffiths or Odson Edouard is off form, because for as long as that they two are on form, they're first and first How do you strikers. get How do
1: you get him up to a level where he's ready to step in when they're off form, though if he's not playing?
6: Well, that's entirely up to Celtic Sports Science Team. Does he play development games? Is it you know? 10-15 minutes i we having
5: an argument here That you can't put him in tomorrow No you're not playing, Absolutely not You're not playing them in with kids You're playing. You're probably Ryan Christie will play tomorrow <clears> One of the best players in Scotland Tom Rogic may play Brown will probably play McGregor will probably play El Elianoushi is a 15 million 16 million pound player It's not like you're saying Well Is it unfair to put him in Because you know Hugh Evans is playing left yeah, back it's exactly like that, yeah. yeah. You're getting yeah. in with quality players
6: yeah, You are But what I'm saying is I'm not putting him in Based on The fact that I've signed him And I want to see him uh, For me he needs to earn His sure. stripes He needs to go in there It might be 10-15 minutes But until Griffiths and Edwards Off fun For me you see him for Sparing like the end of matches There's
1: a bit of a football Score feel to the rugby At the moment 46 minutes gone Scotland 3 England 3 So it's not a classic uh, At Murrayfield Hugh The Scottish Cup weekend Well underway Still lots of football to
2: come See us out Tomorrow It's about Celtic And their legacy When they play Clyde Clyde a third bottom of the third tier of Scottish football. Celtic have talent in abundance, whether Klamala plays or is on the bench. For Celtic it's about their legacy tomorrow as they try for 33 cup wins in a row, and if Hibs don't beat BSC Glasgow, they should, in the immortal Glaswegian expression, Chuck it Three big ties still to come Falkirk Hearts at
1: 21 minutes past 7 this evening Clyde against Celtic tomorrow And BSC Glasgow against Hibs as well We'll look back on it all at 6 o'clock on Monday In the company of Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray So please do join us then But in the meantime, stay right there And the GBX will kick off your weekend